0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. I am your host, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead, joined by Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl. And we are your hosts and we are here to help you rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. So if you find yourself a little ground down, come hang out with us for an hour, won't you?
1: (laughs) Or like the end of the daily grind. As it were today. Yes. Um,
0: Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We are actually recording today's episode very late today because we have been just grinding. Grinding so hard. (laughs) (laughs)
1: At this point, you're lucky you got me.
0: (laughs) It's true. It's true because you're two hours ahead of me. So I had to just completely prep dinner for my family and just throw it at them and be like okay finish it i'll be downstairs nobody's allowed in the living room please Hold. uh yeah my
1: husband bless his heart it's like roast chicken and then i heard dishes clanging a while ago i'm like i love you uh-huh. <laughs> oh okay he doesn't listen to the show and so today i was talking about something we had a big drive into town you know, 35 minutes to, quote, civilization, unquote. And uh, I'm like, have you ever heard, like, our wine segment? Because, like, we're pretty good. You know? <laughs> He's like, no. He's <laughs> like, no, I've never heard it. So I pulled up one, and it was from, like, two weeks ago. And within, like, the first, like, 45 seconds of the show, we're talking about, like, being naked. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember this episode. <laughs> yes, you said something about... Uh, you're lucky we're clothed or and I'm clothed. You're like, uh, I'm Shay Elliott and I'm clothed and we start cracking all these yes. jokes. I'm like, well, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> yes,
0: husband, this is what I do when the door is closed. <laughs> Aren't I professional? <laughs> I am
1: so professional. <laughs> you're welcome.
0: <laughs> oh, this is fun. Uh speaking of wine, let's cue the wine music. Oh, that's that's fast like well i'm it is I, 704
1: here so well here's the
0: thing here's the thing i have this bottle sitting here it's one i've shared with you guys before but it's not opened so i want to open it okay so get the wine <laughs> do it I tease, I tease uh ladies this is the part of the podcast where we encourage you to belly up to the bar with us or the tea bar, or the coffee bar, okay? Pick a beverage of your choosing. I had a nice kombucha today, that was lovely. And I, I can drink- kombucha? No. No. Couture. Kombucha, you weird Midwest person. Okay, Couture. <laughs> I'm so refined, it's kind of scary. It's frightening it's frightening um but this is the part of the podcast sponsored by our beloved dry farm wines now dry farm wines is your online wine supplier okay so you go on you order what you'd like white wines red wines bubbly wines rose wines 12 6 9 whatever okay pick your poison as it were And they will deliver it to your door. That's the whole point. It's a saying. Pick your poison. poison. You're so refined, Shay. I know. Um, But there is a reason we drink these wines, because these Mm -hmm. are garbage-free wines. There are no additives, no added sugar, no added commercial yeast. And I mean, I, I cannot say enough about these wines, but I'm rushing this part because I have to tell you something. About this. You didn't even let the music play. I'm like, sorry. I'm kind of in a rush because okay. I'm getting ready to cork this bottle. Um, last night, I had my cooking community call with my cooking community members. And I had a member who lived in Alabama. So because okay. of certain alcohol import regulations, there are a couple of states where you can't get dry farm. So Michigan is sorry, one. Sorry, Michigan. Arkansas. Alabama. Yeah are the three that I can think of. But, turns out, if you call Dry Farm Wines, they will deliver them to your local ABC liquor store.
1: Is that a big chain? Yes. Okay.
0: (laughs) This is exciting news. Or, you could, I mean, even if it's not your local ABC, you could probably call your local liquor store because they have the import license across state lines. Oh, and so okay. you could say, hey, can I use this as my delivery address? And they say, sure, that's fine. And then they call you when your wines come in and you just go get your dry farm wines. Huge, Brilliant. huge victory. So here's your what I want welcome. you to do. <laughs> I, I want you to go to dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. And I want you to use our special link because when you use our special link, you get an extra bottle for just a penny in your first order. So that's a win for you. So dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic.
1: Yeah. So now you go say to the couch something. Cushion and dig out a penny. <laughs> and that represents a beautiful <laughs> bottle of dry farm. So that's Shay's pro tip. I'm going to give, so that's for noobs. Okay. Okay. That's for noobs. Yes. I am going to give... We have thousands of Dry Farm Homemaker Sheet customers. I'm going to give those friends a pro tip because I spoke with Dry Farms today. And I was like, you know, help me on the phone. Great call. Just they're fabulous people, you guys. There's only a handful that are... They just have a small staff and they are here to serve. I said, help me understand uh, how to get... This certain bottle that I really loved. And they said that I need to set up a VIP account. And so, for those of you that have had a subscription for a few months now, or you've been ordering for a few months now, so you can set up a regular shipment or you can change it every month. You can do whatever you want. But those of you that are kind of like in like Flynn and you're like, okay, like I know my favorite bottles now. I want to order more of them. You can go to the website log into your account and you can create a VIP account. And that means you can say, okay, like this month I'm really feeling Italian. I want all Italian reds or Mm. this month I have my favorite Chateau. I want six of Chateau Hoo ha and seven of the (laughs) Viennese, whatever, you know, you can tell them what you want and they will send you a customized box, which I think is
0: (gasps) so fabulous. So charming.
1: Like that's very exciting to me because then you're not like getting this great bottle and you just fall in love with it. And you're wondering, okay, will it be like four years until I get that one again? (laughs) No. (laughs) VIP. You get to be a VIP. Nobody decides that for you. You decide it. So log in. Those of you that are already customers make it happen.
0: That's fabulous. Am I a Uh, VIP? I I believe you are.
1: And I am now. Boom. Boom. Be like Shay and I. Be a VIP.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) I'm going to pour a glass as we cheers to a beautiful Thursday. Uh, this is, this is Notre Rouge Philippe and Nicolas are the vignerons. Vin de France. Nailed it. Boom.
1: (laughs) Nicolas. Yes. I think I had that one last month. It's good. And I have the Nuit Blanche (gasps) sitting here. Oh, I
0: love that one. I love exciting. that one.
1: So, we, yeah, we made a little, like, coordination on the phone today. I was like, well, okay, New Year's is next week, and so I'm going to need the bubbly. Aiden wants oysters. Like, we're going to kind of pull out all the stops oh, around here. yeah, baby. It's been a certain kind of a year, <gasps> and we're going to salute.
0: Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. I'll <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> 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 well cheers my friend you yeah. didn't even ask me cheers. what i'm sipping but i told you anyways nice Love
1: Here, it. i'll make it th- i have two glasses on my desk because i'm that kind of a girl ready double
0: double fisting there you go
1: perfect <laughs> then i don't have to refill if i pour oh, two glasses wow. then mm-hmm. i don't have to refill for the microphone
0: well when i drink oh. champagne or anything sparkly i like to get a fresh glass with every pour so i usually fill them like halfway up So I can keep it chilled, and then I drink that glass, and then I get a new glass, which I know sounds really posh of me, but it's just because I don't like gross-looking glasses. I want it to be nice and fresh.
1: No, listen, I'm going to give you all the. I've been drinking wine for a long time. (laughs) Look at her; she's
0: just like rolled up her sleeve
1: (laughs) (laughs) on my dressing gown. You guys, I have. I'm wearing my plaid, vintage black and white taffeta, Betty Betty Draper all the way dressing down. Betty Draper. It is so Betty Draper. Um. Okay, so. Back when we lived in civilization and we would go to wine tastings, I would bring my own class because I am not tasting wine out of a plastic solo cup. Mm-hmm. I am not a red wow. solo cup kind of a girl. <laughs> Boom. And let's see what else. Oh, when the world opens again and you get to go to a restaurant and be a human being, you can call your favorite restaurant. And you can pull your inner snob card. I wish you could see me doing it. And you can say, excuse me, we have reservations on Friday at seven o'clock. What is your corkage fee? And you can inquire if you don't want to drink their wine and you want to bring your dry farm to the restaurant. You can inquire as to their corkage fee.
0: Okay. I'm sorry. Hell yeah. (laughs) I just blew your mind. (laughs) I don't drink wine at restaurants. I don't do it. I don't like drinking wine. I don't like, I don't drink enough to not enjoy it. No, you know so what I mean? You ask
1: the, for the manager and if it's a nicer restaurant, you ask for the sommelier, sommelier and you ask what their corkage fee is. And it's usually about $15, $20. And that's what they will charge you to bring your own wine in and they will decant your own bottle and you may enjoy your own bottle.
0: That's nice. And plus, just the price of Dry Farms. If you get a nice mm-hmm. bottle at a restaurant, even just you pay for Dry Farms and the corkage fee, you're probably still paying less than you would for a bottle at these restaurants.
1: What did we pay for that bottle of Saint-Emilion in Georgia?
0: Like in Atlanta. Oh my gosh. Was it like $60? I think it was more than that. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was good, though. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's tricky when you go to restaurants, you don't know if you're gonna like it. And I have actually got bottles before and just been like, I actually can't drink this. Like it's so bad I can't drink it.
1: Oh well, I you know, if you're don't be and afraid some wine. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Stuart. Uh don't be afraid. I'm sorry, I have a
0: visitor in my office. He okay. came for the wine cork. <laughs> it's not Georgia. <laughs> no, it's not. It's stewart He came down He's like, ah, oh, there it is. Of course, it's in I'm your office, it. the wine cork and the open bottle of wine. I'll take that, please. Right. You can <laughs> ask to
1: try. Like, if they have an open bottle, they will let you try it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you don't, if they uncork it at the table and you really think it's nasty, you don't, mm-hmm. you can just say, no merci.
0: No merci. <laughs> Thanks. Hmm. Hmm.
1: So, dryfarmwines.com <laughs> forward slash homemaker chic. Hook yourself up.
0: Yes. Because, uh, do that. You should. You should. That's so good. So So, good. so anticlimactic like because cheap. you should. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear the word thank you, I keep thinking about that story you told me about the lady on the plane. Grazie.
1: <laughs> Grazie, prego. Grazie, prego. That's all she did the whole time. <laughs> I keep
0: thinking about it. So I'm good. so bad. I couldn't have this moment today. It was weird, okay. almost like an out-of-body sort of thing where... I saw something. I can't even remember what it was, which is stupid because it was today. But <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes, Shay. And it was like, in my mind, it like wasn't even a question. I I was like, I'm going to live in Italy. Like I live there. It was this very, and it only lasted a few seconds, but it was very strange. It, like, it wasn't even, it's like, oh yeah, that's, of course that's going to happen. Like we're, we're already almost there. Duh. It was very strange. But you don't remember, like... I don't remember what it was. I've been thinking about Italy a lot. Was it really. a small
1: moment? Yeah, was it, was, it, a small small moment? it was very small. It was very okay. small.
0: Um, did you see that photo, the still life that I created on Instagram a couple of days ago? I did.
1: And okay. I, like, like you, like, <sighs> duh. I know. Because that's, that's how I feel. I mean, I feel like, okay, before all of this happened, my dream slash goal, I don't really like the word dream, I like goal, is to have a place in France. Like yeah. to me that's a no-brainer and it I don't mean it in a prideful sort of a way. I just mean like no, like I am setting my mind to that. Like that has to happen and I and I say that with like a a humble confidence because that's how I felt about living here. Like this was so out of my realm of possibility but i was like well that's where i'm going to live in door county like that's that is a no-brainer
0: mm-hmm.
1: this is where we're going to end up it took mm-hmm. 25 years
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'm okay with that
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean the thing is is not everybody has that goal and so i think it's an easy goal to look at and be like well aren't you just a snob you're gonna have a place in no. france but it's like some people go on super nice vacations. Some people have really nice boats. Some people have gigantic houses. Some people drive hundred thousand dollar cars. Some, Some people, people love to
1: golf, like to and so they they yeah. do their whole career towards being able. Like my sister in law retired today.
0: Oh wow! She's
1: yeah, she and is. she has she is a very successful woman, very successful, and she's a she loves to golf. I mean, she has visited amazing golf courses around the world and now this is her time. Yeah. like She's been working. She has been working hard her whole adult, her entire adult life for this moment. Yeah. So, so yeah. And I think we are, we, it's really easy to be like instant gratification, but it is okay to just have something and savor. And Mm -hmm. for people like you and I, like, Our little nuggets are, uh, the glass of wine, the meal that reminds us of the photograph that we take that just keeps us working, working, Mm -hmm. keeps us Mm -hmm. in that space. Mm -hmm. Your photograph was beautiful. I, I
0: I thought you nailed it. I should explain it. Thank you. Please. Thank you. We should explain it. You guys don't follow me on Instagram. I've been sharing with you guys that I've been doing a still life series and Mm -hmm. I was just feeling very, um, So I'm getting marble countertops in my kitchen. And I was thinking in my mind back to this conversation that I had had with this beautiful Italian woman that I met when I was there a couple of years ago. Her name was Paola. And she was telling me about marble and how the Italians had it and why they have it and where they mine it and how they treat it and what they do with it. And it was just beautiful. And she was so, so wonderful. And um, so I guess she had just been on my mind. Italy had been on my hmm. mind. You know, Carrera Marble's mind in Carrera, like, you know. <laughs> and so I did a little yeah. still life of postcards that I'd collected through France and Italy when I went through in my early 20s. And I had a local wine to represent, you know, this, this boundness that we're all feeling. And I love where I live. Yeah. Richly blessed, but um but then I also had a bottle of a French wine or an Italian, I can't quite remember, because it was kind of a mashup of both. And it was like, I'm coming I'm coming back for you. You know, and mm-hmm. um that I don't think Europe speaks to everybody's heart like it speaks to mine, but I actually did talk to a real estate agent last time. We were in Italy and I was like, I'm gonna move here. And he's like, you know. It's actually a lot easier for Americans to just Airbnb. Like you want to come for two months a year, just get yeah. an Airbnb and you don't have to worry about having somebody watch it while you're gone or fixing piping if it breaks while you're mm-hmm. gone. Or, And it was like this massive moment. I'm like, that's not out Dumb. of the realm of possibility. Owning another property, that might be out of the realm of possibility for a mm-hmm. lot of people financially. Um, it is for us right now. It's like, that's not possible for us to afford two homes
1: but have you seen have you like spent countless evenings yes of course looking at the airbnbs available to you where you're like yeah i could do that for 90 days
0: yeah exactly It's like, like i could save up for that
1: internet over there so you're like yeah okay no problem
0: yeah i'll just save up for that and we'll just yeah we can run our business from there whatever it may be but um yeah, so it's just I'll go
1: to France and you'll go to Italy and we'll just hook up. If a you go to the south
0: of France and I kind of yeah. hang out like on the little upper Cinque Terre or something Yeah, or something. a little <laughs> north of Cinque Terre, a little bit in that Torino right. region. You know, we're right, right across the border from one another. Um so yeah, mm-hmm. anyway, it's just got me all the all the good vibes, all the the sweet beautiful feelings that um you know, I get when I think of that beautiful place. So It's just exciting. But I think that's,
1: I do think, like, that can be viewed as totally, um, not what, I can't think of the word. It's the end of the day. Pretentious? Not, well, okay, so, like, a combo of pretentious, superfluous, flagrant. Yeah. What's the word I'm thinking of? Flippant? Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know. All those words together. Mm -hmm. Uh You know Mm -hmm. the thing. Um, but, like, that. We cannot let this year rob us. Like we can't. I, I I've talked to a few people in the last like seventy two hours, and myself included. I told you a few weeks ago that I finally broke down about this whole year. We we have to keep going, yes. and we have to, um, you know, especially for people like you and I, like our love of beauty and our love of creating and our love of being drawn. Allowing ourselves to be drawn to beauty and entertain even what might be ridiculous notions to other people like that's what keeps us going
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like I'm not going to surrender that I, I'm just not going to it might take a little bit more fight mm-hmm. Uh, might take a little bit more orneriness than usual because that typically takes a little bit of a scrapper
0: mentality but um, challenge accepted challenge boom challenge accepted mm-hmm. yeah. challenge accepted. So as of now, we still have our trip planned in June. And basically, until they Mm. stop me at the borders, I'm just going to plan on going. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know what that will mean, but we'll see. They can swab my nose if they need to.
1: Um, But that's not what we're
0: talking about, listeners. That's not what we're talking about today. Do we have a subject? Because that's horrible, worldly stuff and boo. Um, But before we get to that, today's episode. Oh, that's me sorry about that um today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by actually an italy-based company a company that we love so dearly jovial you guys have heard us promote them over our time here on the podcast and with good reason because this is such a beautiful company to support so it is between italy and connecticut started by carla and rodolfo and we love them both these are beautiful food products to stack your pantry with so einkorn flour whole grain corn flour, pastas, olive oils. Please do try this olive oil. The one they have this year is superb. So great that I bought myself it as a gift for Christmas. (laughs) You're welcome, Shay. But I also keep their beans and canned tomatoes and canned beans on hand in my natural foods pantry. So go visit them at jovialfoods.com. Stock your whole food pantry with their amazing foods. And you'll be all the better for it. You froze. And speaking of face. love <laughs> of country,
1: today's <laughs> what'd you do? I have no idea what you your, just said. Your
0: your face froze, and it was like, <laughs> oh,
1: Zoom freeze. Yes, <laughs> freeze frame. So lotto. flattering. It is so flattering. We need we need a YouTube channel, Shay. Mm-hmm. I say a uh, mm-hmm. season five. Needs a visual because this dressing gown is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So speaking of love of country, today's show is also brought to you by American Blossom Linens. I just finished my, um, well, I'm trying to export it right now while we talk. And that's a whole lot of nonsense. (laughs) Uh, My candlelit Christmas house tour. And so I did feature my bedroom for a few moments in that video. And I featured my American Blossom linen sheets. These are modern vintage sheets, Texas grown cotton, no longer importing friends. You don't have to import your sheets from China and India. Uh, They use a process called combing where they weave out all the fibers that might be more uncomfortable and what you are left to with is the purest, softest organic cotton. They get softer with every washing. So from your twin to your California King, that actually fits a California King mattress. And bonus comes with four pillowcases. The queen on up comes with four pillowcases instead of two rinky dink pillowcases. Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com. And the actual coupon code is Homemaker Twenty. Ooh, whoops. Yep, I fixed it in all the show notes, but it is
0: homemaker chic. Twenty. Dang. We got that okay. wrong. We got that wrong. Um. Okay. Here's what I want to talk about today. Oh, sub- <laughs> <Kel> Supri. <laughs> okay, I thought we were just going to me- have some fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Gosh, we have to get this on video.
1: Your we face. Can- busted for original sin in the (gasps) comment box,
0: so uh, do tell what we're going to talk about today, Oh, did we? Did somebody lash us for that? Yep, that's okay. That's why I can't read the comments, y'all. Being so mean. Um, I'm just kidding. She wasn't mean. She wasn't mean. What did she say? Okay. No, we're not going to do that. Go ahead. Okay. Well, we haven't talked about this in a while, so I just feel like we need to talk about it. We need to talk about uh, our farms, because people are like, good Lord,
1: women, you talk about your farms every week. Do we? Kind of. It's okay. But well, not in depth. Not it's my podcast. Topic. and That's what I want to talk about. What do you want to talk okay. about? You want to talk about no, something I don't else? want to talk about anything. I want to talk about my dressing gown.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> I will tell you. Please. Okay. Let me give you first. Let me give you my YouTube Princess Diana update. <laughs> Oh, my heaven.
1: <laughs> Honestly, like I said, friends, the woman is only like 23 years late to the party. 30 years late
0: to the party. I don't know why Get YouTube it. did this to me. I don't know why they did. They're- I told you just to watch The Crown. I know. Like, quit texting me I've at 11 watched o'clock it. at night. Just watch The I've, Crown. I haven't oh, watched heaven. it all You've yet. Not, you're not up to date. You're not up no, to No, I'm not the up Crown. to date. I know
1: you. You're not.
0: Well, okay. okay. So, I have watched some YouTube videos about <laughs> the third woman, the fourth woman, rather, in Charles's wife. I always want to call her Bambi, but her name is Kanga. Oh, the and... fourth love. <laughs> and then that spiraled down to royal wedding. This is what I want to talk about. Royal wedding videos. So it was, you know, Kate and William and Meghan and Harry and, of course, Diana and Charles. And can I just say... Oh, no. <laughs> 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 no, you guys have to understand. Like Shay and I are friends.
1: For if you, this is your first episode ever. Shay and I are best friends. I am a decade-ish older than she is. I was raised on Princess Diana from the from five years old on up. I met her, and Shay's like now, like yeah. Now I'm watching royal. I Dick am God, not a produced. royalist. She is not a royalist. No. Okay. Oh, brother.
0: I I was actually at the store today, and on the front of Time magazine is the royal wet holiday Christmas album. I'm like, we live in America. Why is Britain's Queen on the cover of our magazine? It doesn't make any sense. We still care. It sells. Okay. 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 Go ahead. It sells. Okay. This was my only point. I've watched all the wedding videos, the whole thing. Um, I watched Megan no, Mark... You, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute, wait a
1: minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You've watched all the weddings. Yes. No, you I haven't. take
0: really long baths.
1: No, you've seen Diana's wedding.
0: I've watched... Yes. I watched them all on YouTube this week. I don't... You've seen Fergie's, like with... No, that, not Fergie's. Uh, monogram
1: ta- in the train. No.
0: No, stop no. it. Let me say what I'm going to say. <sighs> Okay. First, I watched Meghan and Harry's because I've actually had a lot of dreams about Prince Harry and there was a long time where I thought I was going to marry him. So I watched their wedding and I'm a little frustrated because Meghan is following Diana and like that's what you bring. Like her wedding dress was so boring and I know what's reflective of her. Don't (laughs) throttle me in the comments. Don't. But I'm like diana's dress it's like my jaw is dropped and it's an 80s wedding dress and i'm like it's still it's my jaw is hanging on the floor when i see it. i don't know if it's the color or the ruffles or what but my word is it beautiful what is it about that dress
1: well it's ivory and yeah, it's like this super long train. The Emmanuels designed it. It was like hush, hush, like nobody knew no, what it was going to look like. No, it's this. It's all
0: this around her and face. And it's like all the Pofy. ruffles
1: around the top. And I think in the bouquet, there was like certain flowers that were a homage to certain queens. Yeah. Including like Victoria. It was
0: pretty Okay, well, epic. what's her name? It was had that too. But no, there's okay. something well, about yeah. the w- there's something about that dress. Megan's
1: wedding, like I laughed the whole time. I know we have a lot of British British listeners. Like, sorry, I laughed the entire time. <laughs> my husband comes storming through the bedroom. Like my girls and I, we get up early and we put on the hats and like we go all out for a Brit- for a royal wedding. And Joel just walked through laughing. Did He's you watch like, Megan a-
0: sing that song at the end? <coughs> no way. Did you see it? They. I, I don't know what song it is. It. What is it? I don't know what song it is. They sang it at both the weddings, but. She looked so uncomfortable. I wanted to cry for her.
1: Wait, wait, wait! Oh, I thought you meant like a solo. Oh,
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Get solo. No, it was not a solo. It was like a congregational. It must have been like some sort of hymn or or national song that they sang. I'm sure some British listeners are shouting it at me right now. Like, don't you know that's our okay. national anthem? I don't know. No, I don't know.
1: Well, yeah, they have a couple. They a couple. They have a couple hymns that are just like de rigueur. and <laughs> one of them are my girls my girls know this is played at my funeral like without a doubt and there is another name for the hymn but i know it as i vow to thee my country it is so bloody beautiful the words you would love it
0: okay well this was not beautiful everyone looked you know, like the, they had
1: <laughs> well megan's i'm telling you megan's wedding i'm sorry i love harry that wedding was hysterical. And Why, if you Why ever did you saw think the, it was
0: hysterical? Don't look at me. It was so like
1: gauche. That. It was so tacky. It was so bad. Like, tacky? Look, I don't, I don't need a, an American infiltration of the royal family. Why was I it want tacky? The royal family. Don't get me started. I'm asking. I, mean, I don't know. I had.
0: didn't.
1: Tacky was not the
0: word I would have I come up with.
1: I don't know. It was like three years ago. I don't remember. All I know is like even my children were laughing.
0: I don't believe <laughs> okay. you. You have the memory of an elephant. Forget it. Let's talk about our farms I do. instead.
1: Okay. You had something to say. What was your point? Uh
0: I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> You've been watching royalty videos on YouTube. Okay, here's here's my point with this partly. I I said a couple episodes ago that I'm like, if you guys, if you make a mistake, like say it. Okay? Don't be spineless, like own up to it and say, gosh, bad to sit, bad call on my part. Bad move. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it really bothers me that you have an adulterous man, adulterer man, who is going to be king and who won't just be like, yeah, whoops, probably didn't handle that very well. I don't like it. He never said that. No, he said I was faithful until I realized the marriage was like there was a point of no return. And I'm like, "Mm, that's not what everyone's saying. (laughs) And and even if, you know, it just it bothers me. Adulterers really bother me. Mm -hmm. Anyway. okay. sorry. Okay. I won't watch the videos anymore. I'll move on to a new subject. Maybe. Stop rolling your eyes at me. Okay, I want to talk about the farms. I want to talk about the farms because we did something hard today. We butchered Mm -hmm. four lambs. We've gotten rid of eight animals this week. Two cows, four lambs. How many is that? Six. And then two cats. So we are pairing back for the winter. Which she is... didn't butcher her cows. <laughs> she didn't butcher the cats. No, just the lambs. Let's just <laughs> this is our meat provision. If you don't right. want me to eat meat, then you should go listen to another podcast because we raise our meat here and that's what we do. So, um, but you know, butchering people expect, I get this message all the time. I'm sure you do too. Like, I could never do that. I could never do that. And I'm just here to mm. say, we can talk about whatever else you want for the rest of this podcast, but I'm just gonna say. It's never easy. It's never fun. It's horrible. Like shake you to your spine. Horrible.
1: I do think that people think there's this some element of revelation like that we
0: enjoy the process. No, it's horrible. Killing an animal is horrible.
1: I enjoy having the skill.
0: Yes. Like getting
1: better like at I it. Ed- I enjoy getting better. Like, like we butchered a lamb two weeks ago and. There's certain elements that Joel doesn't like. He always does the dispatching, and then he relies on me for some of it, Yeah, you know? And so, I did. I had, like, wifely pride. Like, I stood back, and I'm like, I'm going to skin this bee. Uh I got this. You know, like, and I – and he's just like, oh, you go, girl. You got – you know, like, it was just – you do – there is an element of pride in, like, okay, like, I – I like the royal family and I can butcher an animal.
0: I, I have, you're a Renaissance man.
1: I'm a Renaissance. Yeah. Woman, whatever. Like, so, but I do think that people think like you revel in it that like, we always say like, we actually say, uh, Jamie's prayer. Cause we've been butchering as long as, um, I've been reading outlander. So we always say the prayer. What is it? Say the. the I don't remember. Or, I'm actually going to Google it here okay. because I won't remember it now that I'm on the spot. Okay. Um.
0: Go ahead. Yeah. No. We always. It. Um. We always give thanks for our animals. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a very hard moment. I mean, the when you what always gets me. I mean, we've been butchering animals for a while now, but. What always strikes me about it is just the finality of it. And there is always a point, multiple points, actually, every time we butcher an animal where I think there's no going back. There's no putting this back together. So when an animal's sick, there's always that. You always have the element of choice. And yet when death is involved, it's just so incredibly final. and. That's what always shocks me about it. I mean, I this is a little morbid, but I remember when mm-hmm. we butchered our calf a couple of months ago and I remember seeing his hide just laying on the ground and thinking, like, I couldn't put this back together if I wanted to. There's no, there's, no, there's a point of no return, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. It was well mm-hmm. before that, but it just dawns on me multiple times when we're butchering, like, there's no going back. There's no going back. There's no going back. And, um whether or not even you eat meat it just made me every time we butcher i come to this point during the day where it's like hey death is very significant and death is very final and death is like it's a hair away i
1: just i just can't believe what you're saying cuz i was milking the cow today and i was just looking at the other animals remembering last week thinking and that's what i thought i'm like you are all a hair away i am a hair away yes we are we are this is all so fragile yes it's and, all and so and even fragile. when i was uh the, doing the lamb last two weeks ago i just thought i just you know while working i was thinking like this lamb this was someone i this was something i knew right just a few hours ago right characteristic you know and and that I do believe that's a good thing. I'm very proud to butcher my own meat. I know you are. Uh-huh. I'm very proud to know where it comes from. I'm very proud to have that intimate relationship with the animal. Um okay, this is the prayer. So this is um they say you can you can it's called a Kraluk growl- prayer and they say it's uh like pre uh English. So maybe from Norway, from the Norse mm-hmm. after the conversion to Christianity. Um, but it's not just written for Outlander. It's an actual prayer. Okay. So it's, Oh Lord, bless the blood and the flesh of this creature that you gave me, created by your hand as you created man, life given for life, that me and mine may eat with thanks for the gift, that me and mine may give thanks for your own sacrifice of blood and flesh, life given for life. So we say that whenever we butcher an animal. I love that. Yeah.
0: I love that. And, you know, uh, going into my Christianese here, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, you know, Christ is another word for him is the lamb of God. Why? Because he was sacrificed life for life. Right. Mm -hmm. A blameless Mm -hmm. lamb sacrificed so that others may live. And so. There's just so much symbolism tied up and (laughs) slight side note here. But as a shepherdess of my little flock of Katahdin sheep, I am just completely blown away at the analogies that you get in scripture of people being sheep and and God being the good shepherd. And uh, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, these sheep, they have no idea what's either coming for them or what's good for them or that. I mean,
1: well, why don't you share with us what happened the other day?
0: Which one? Do you, do you want to share? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I totally forgot about that, but that, <laughs> okay. that totally ties in. So I was at my kitchen window. Stu came in, made a cappuccino and looks out the kitchen window, which overlooks my sheep pasture. And he's mm-hmm. like, what is that? And so I start looking, I'm like, that's a dog. And I can see just barely. A little one of our little white lambs cowered in the corner of our sheep pasture and I see a big dog running around my pasture. So I like, I don't even you don't even think when it's your animals. No. You don't even think. I I go up run out the kitchen door, I grab my pitchfork (laughs) that I keep in my garden. I just grab it, I run up there Mm -hmm. in my slippers. And the only this is a German shepherd. They are ferocious. And Mm -hmm. this, I don't know where he came from. He came onto our property, jumped over my six foot sheep fence in with my sheep. And I pass my whole herd of sheep, cowered in the corner. One of them is, I think he's dead. He's completely trampled, laying on his side underneath the entire flock of sheep. They're all stamping on him. I don't even have time Mm -hmm. to think about him because Mm -hmm. I see this dog and there is, this is what dogs do. This is what predators do is they single off one. They single right. them off. They pick them off one by one. They can't take the herd as a whole. They take one. And they took, of course, the smallest, youngest lamb. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not even thinking about it. I'm not thinking this is a angry dog. There's blood all over my sheep. They've all been nipped. And my my oldest bottle lamb, Eleanor, she had this big gash on her leg from his teeth. Oh, you didn't tell me that. My only thought is I will rip you apart with my bare hands. Mm-hmm. Like... Mm -hmm. I'm up I'm walking up I'm running I'm just like I'm ready for war I will I will stab this like I will shred him because these are my sheep these are my sheep and I am their shepherdess and Mm -hmm. they were all fine lord have mercy they were fine I chased the dog Mm -hmm. off he didn't want a fight he jumps back over the fence the sheep that I thought was dead was not dead He recovers. Everyone's fine. I treat everybody's wounds. And, you know, they're rattled, severely shaken, but they're okay, Uh, which is great because three of them are pregnant moms. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just, I went back to the house, not even upset, just thanking God, like, you are my good shepherd. And that is the ferocity that you have for me. I am your lamb. And like that's what scripture says it's like when that when one is lost, like what shepherd wouldn't go get that lamb? He would leave mm-hmm. the, the flock to go and tend to that one lamb. And it made me just so grateful. Just deeply, deeply fall further in love with the Lord and just being like, This is why this analogy is true. You know, and I mean it's just all over scripture. And um it was just a beautiful reminder, like Somebody loves you like that. Somebody loves you like that. Just fearless. Mm -hmm. You know, it was great. It was great. Not great that the dog came. Not great that the dog came.
1: Oh my gosh. We had a dog come once at our old farm, and my children were very young and we were new to farming. And of course, he got a hold of all the favorites.
0: Mm -hmm. It's always the favorites.
1: And yeah, and it was just like really, um, was icky. Where I did the same thing. I ran. I grabbed whatever I could. I don't even remember. And ran out the door, just like screaming like a psycho woman. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, like someone had been on a walk with their dog because we lived in like a very like s- weird half residential half farm area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and um, what did they? Like, what did they sorry, get a I'm hold of? Chickens. Chickens. Ducks. Yeah, ducks. Yeah, because the, I. Like really maybe dog. i don't remember no i had a hawk get a hold of a duck okay <laughs> so um dang but yeah it was just the same thing where your adrenaline's just surging uh-huh. and
0: we'll just like i always oh, love you the know, type of scream that comes out when you're actually screaming <coughs> oh sorry there was a leg there i didn't mean to cough uh cough over you <laughs> i mean to talk over you <laughs> <laughs> I cough over my talk talk over um, my cough yeah, I was just saying it's always funny to me that scream that comes out in those moments because I like get this guttural, like I turn into a man. I'm like, get out of here. Oh, well, I don't oh. think that, <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't think that you and I are like um, giddy girl screamers. No, like no. Like When you and I are reunited, we're not like, oh, ah, <laughs> my gosh, I'm so happy to see you. Like we're not. That's not us at all.
0: <laughs> We're like, hey. Oh, my God. I'm so happy to see you. The dressing gown <laughs> looks so good on you. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the spikes on my audio just won't
0: weigh up. I know, Sorry, I know. I know. I <laughs>
1: know.
0: Um, I think what I've been experiencing with the farm lately and and people experience this in so many different ways. You do not need a farm. That's not my point at all, but just this, this sense of provision, you know, and the sense of the natural world goes on. And even after death, the sun comes up the next day and then it goes down at night and we have our seasons and it's the water flows, you know, and there's just this steady pace of nature that I it is my favorite part of the farm where it's just this reminder. Like I am the same today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. And you know, my lambs now, my lambs are gone. Like today was their last day and it was a hard, hard day. Um, And then in the spring, new lambs will come, you know, and the mm-hmm. cycle just goes on and on and on and on. And it's so rich so hard and so beautiful and I mean that's what makes it so so enriching this life so so bloody hard but so good Mm -hmm.
1: right I just you know to advocate advocate um, for the listener that's you know I mean you and I are in a unique position I know a lot of our listeners are farmers but we have a lot of people listening to the show right now that are not In a position of seeing the beauty of the ebb and flow. Yeah. And I think uh, the farmer, farmer farmeress, shepherdess, like we, we've had, um, she has a while to come to terms with, uh, taking some significant blows that deal with life and death, you know, from the concept of livestock, livestock being dead stock or the gardener that gives everything to the garden and then it fails. Mm -hmm. But we have a lot of listeners that are, um, I, I don't know. They're in suburbia. They're not, they haven't like tapped into that, that, um, aspect of life ever or in a long time. And this has been a, really challenging year for them just mentally to come to terms with okay actually it's we all know that things don't go the way we want them to go we can't control everything but like no like actually things like actually don't go the way you want them to go Mm -hmm. and like sometimes you're just stuck in your house or sometimes your job is gone and like you're just arrested yeah you know um you hit I want to just be gently mindful of that because I think the farmer is, you know, if you look historically at the farmer, my grandfather is a farmer. The farmer is geared up to take that in stride. They know, they know crop failure, they know pests, they know pests or mm-hmm. uh insects, they know um soil tornadoes, they know soil, you know, they mm-hmm. know all the things that just come that are not. Expected, Um, but we have a huge portion of the world or of the country that are exposed to this like out of control feeling that they've really never ever felt before.
0: Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. One of my favorite and and the lesson I absolutely hate the most about having a farm is that you don't you control what you control and you ain't controlling the rest and. I've learned over the years that there's some things that I really drop the ball on. So like when the gate gets left open and the animals get out and you create a heck of an afternoon for yourself, chasing cows around, you're Mm -hmm. bad. (laughs) That was in your control Mm -hmm. and you failed. And you'll learn those lessons very quickly. You don't skip waters when it's 95 degrees out. You don't skip waters ever. You don't skip feeding Mm -hmm. ever. You don't leave the chicken coop door open. It just doesn't happen because you learn you don't that skip lesson milking you don't skip a milking it's, ever yeah, it's not a, it's not in the question it's not an option it's not an option yeah. and yet my my thought when i was chasing that german shepherd out was <clears throat> you've done all you like this is this is not something that's in your control i mean i've got a six foot fence with barbed wire on the top and on the bottom like mm-hmm. there's nothing in this that was within my control and i think The important lesson here that we're kicking around is there are things that are in your control that you can do a better job at. And then there are things Mm -hmm. that just aren't. They just aren't. And this is, I'm telling myself this every day. So I'm again, once again, not coming to you from a place of wisdom (laughs) or arrival, but it's really not worth fretting over what's not in your control. It's just not because you're not mm-hmm. doing anything anyway. And um, I love that even in those moments, there there is a good shepherd looking after his sheep, you know, even in the moments that seem very, very out of our control and very dire. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a comforting thought to me. What are you clicking? What are you looking for?
1: Um, because I wanted to see the exact words about what Jesus said about worried worry. Because I know mm. we're told that, like, who of you can add it? A- not anything. Yeah, that not anything can be gained from it. Um,
0: well, not only that, that, but it wastes com- our resources.
1: Oh, for sure. I know that's going to be a comfort to some, and not and not another. Yeah, it's no, yeah. not a Christian podcast per se, but. It is a waste of resources. And that's something we talk about a lot about on this show. Yeah. Is staying in the right mindset and keeping yourself in the right space to be the homemaker that you want to be. And Mm -hmm.
0: um, speaking of that, can I I confess something?
1: Yeah. Yes, ma'am.
0: I went out with coffee. I went out to coffee yesterday and a little bit. Went out with coffee? Yes. I went out with coffee. It was the whole. Yes. Oh my gosh. There's this new place in town that makes a cappuccino that would blow your mind. That's not the
1: When did you switch from lattes to cappuccino? Okay, we just need to like can we just like this has happened over like the last sixty days. It was always latte days. latte. Like as your friend yes. It was always latte latte and now it's cappuccino.
0: What happened? Okay. Don't we need to really tell you? I do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Because I have noticed I pick up on these things. I have taken my coffee the same way for many. I had my coffee mug. There was a certain ratio of coffee to water.
1: Oh, does this have to to do with the the otter? Did otter speak to you?
0: Yes, (laughs) he did. He did. Damn him. (laughs) I read the article that he wrote on espresso in Mimi's new Italian cookbook. And oh, man, that man, I just, you know how some people just, they just pluck your strings the right way. And he just does okay. the way he writes, the way he photographs, he just does. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to drink an espresso <laughs> straight up. So I had to make me one.
1: And I was just like, do you, do you not normally drink
0: espresso? Not, mm-hmm. not straight. I always make an Americano. Like, so An espresso shot diluted in a cup of water. And um, that's how I take my coffee. But all of a sudden then I like once I, I mean, stew home roast. It's it's just beautiful. It's delicious. And so I had just bought this little porcelain espresso kind of shot glass just with enough for maybe Mm -hmm. a teeny bit of water. And I was like, hey, tomorrow, can you make my coffee just an espresso shot with just the slightest bit of water? And he did. And I don't know. I just fell in love with it. I think a lot of times okay, we so can't why, drink our coffee like that because the coffee's bad. You know, coffee's like if you get a. I don't not like Starbucks coffee. I think it's super bitter and gross. No,
1: like I'm a super like I've like we've been roasting our own and and then this year getting our own cow like like full coffee snobbery going on. Here. <laughs> okay, even my husband who like. I told him what your feelings about Budweiser and he's like, oh, that girl needs to just calm
0: down. Joel, you but need I'm to like, calm well, down. <laughs> well, you're a coffee snob, Joel. He's like, well, what about Yeah, it? <laughs> That should be the new tagline of the podcast. We're snobs. <laughs> um,
1: so I will like in the first thing in the morning, like I'm not going to like at five o'clock in the morning, make a latte because that would just be dumb. No, I don't. But I, yeah, I pull a double and then I'll just put like a tablespoon yep. two tablespoons of hot water yeah so just so the crema stays intact yep. like crema stays intact yes Yep. <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> yep so i always do okay. two americanos americanos for lack of a better word but it's basically espresso with a teeny bit of water two of yeah. those in the morning and then mid-morning sometime i have a cappuccino okay but why did you switch from cappuccino to latte no i switched from latte to i ca- mean vice versa okay vice versa um I don't know. I just liked it. Less milk. You know, I mean, I love a good, Mm -hmm. like honey latte. Love it. But, um, I just found I, once I got acclimated to the stronger coffee flavor, a latte just felt Mm -hmm. a little too diluted for me. Okay. Okay. You know, that's all.
1: Uh, we have, uh, Aiden has a friend and his dad. So up here we're in like maple syrup country. So Mm -hmm. our main crops here are like wheat for beer, grapes for wine, apples, cherries, sure. it's a huge cherry industry and maple syrup. That's our big thing. Um so his dad does maple syrup and like we have a little like raw milk maple syrup barter. I don't know what this guy does. His Aiden's friend was trying to describe, you know, the smoking. I wish you guys could see my hand movements. Okay. <laughs> uh, like this syrup tastes like campfire. Mm. It is so good. So it's not regular maple syrup. I don't know if you've ever purchased the uh, like maple syrup that's been aged in whiskey barrels. Like yes, I have, Madame. You need to do that. No, I it's have. It's delicious. Of course I have. But this is this tastes like a campfire. It's very smoky. And I'm telling you what, if you start your day off with the espresso and a little water in the morning, and then about nine forty-five, yep. you make a latte. With this campfire smoking, smoky, just a little maple syrup. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. All of
1: that. It's amazing. I've never had anything like it. So that's our arrangement. Like, I'll give you the milk. You give me the syrup.
0: Mm -hmm. I love Mm -hmm. that. What were we talking about? Why were we talking? I have no idea. Oh, I remember. We were talking about farm life. No, no, no. That's what started. No, no, no. I said I was going to confess something. So I went to coffee. Oh, got a cappuccino. With Amber. Okay. And we went, did a little Christmas shopping together, which was super fun. And on the way. Yeah, in a suit. <laughs> no, nope, Definitely not. Amber's not the sword. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I gotcha. <laughs> I know. On the way. in, she was like, well, how are your kids today? And I was like, Amber, why would you ask me that? <laughs> they were rotten. And you know what she said to me? She was uh-huh. like, you know, if all your kids are rotten at the same time, it's probably your fault.
1: Oh my gosh! Can Amber be my friend? <laughs> Nobody has the balls to talk. Well, I suppose you maybe do, but like,
0: you <laughs> can't say it's so. not say that on this podcast. It was so true. I just did, and I. It's okay. It was like somebody hit me over the head, and Stu's like, "You know, I've been saying that to you," and I was like, "Yeah, I know," but Amber said it. <laughs> And your audience. (laughs) I realized today there are seven Mm. people living in our house. We are. I know I've said this on the last episode, but it's been my personal struggle. We're farming here. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be creative and, you know, creating beautiful content for people to enjoy here. I am homeschooling here. I am living here. Mm -hmm. It is a lot in one space. No one ever leaves. Like, my parents' house gets dirty and they work away from the home full time. You know, and I'm like, of course, your house would get dirty, you idiot. There are seven my people. Mom. Wait, my mom? Wait, wait, wait. Your, your mom?
1: Or your mom? <laughs> my mom. mom. I am from. Th- I'm f- <laughs> Shut up. My mom. My, my
0: mother. Thank you what was that midwest accent pill what did we say about that Mm. oh shay your voice is
1: just so soothing and beautiful we love it when you speak on the podcast we don't know who that other person is she kind of sounds like a heck (laughs) okay (laughs) you didn't need to say that
0: (laughs) if we if this was in british accents then i would be talking like this and you'd be talking like this
1: <laughs> i would not be cockney i would be speaking the queen's english thank you very much thank you thank you
0: okay what was your mom thank saying you.
1: my mother says my mum says she laments now i shall like full on you're in for it now my mum laments how filthy her house gets when it's just the two of them yeah when it's just betwixt the two <laughs> of them yeah and she does wonder <laughs> yes and i
0: am thinking and then you punch this. her in the face
1: <laughs> yeah when she said Oh, I stayed at an Airbnb 2 weeks ago and they had a dishwasher drawer. I must get me one of those. <laughs> Come on, Row. I'm going to have Eliza do a little <laughs> moment here. <laughs> I must get me one of those yeah. in my Florida condo. And I'm like, "Really?" Yeah. Cuz like we're just like scrubbing stuff like with whatever we can get our hands on here. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. 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 Well, this uh, when she yeah, said re- that, it we was re- like this moment of, "Who do you think you are? Like, do you do you think that somehow you're some superwoman who's capable? Like, there are plenty of hard workers in the world, and I've always prided myself. Like, I know how to grind. I know how to just put my Wait, head when down." Who and said work. what? When your mom? No, when said, Amber. Okay, when Amber said, backtrack. "Like you're the problem," Ugh. and I was like. It really was just sanctification because I was like, You're right, I am the problem because what I'm having a problem with is that I can't control everybody in my house. I can't control their actions. Mm-hmm. I am training mm-hmm. for children. There are two two grown men who <laughs> men who live here. Like I can't control if it's muddy outside or if the cat throws up on the floor or right, right. I can't control that. Seven people eating means seven plates, seven bowls, seven forks, seven cups, like seven Mm -hmm. chairs pulled out from the table. This is the reality of the situation. And so it just kind of dawned on me, like what, what then if you can't control this, your family lives here, lives here. Then what of that piece can you control? And oh, shocker. (gasps) I'm. We're still working on. I'm working on figuring that out. But um, I, I honestly, like, I would love. I know we joked about this, but if you guys haven't watched the Durells of Corfu, Lucrezia, Lucrezia,
1: I need you. I need. I get you first. I have more children. <laughs> if you're a Lucrezia, you come
0: to my house before you come to. Chase. So, if there are I any abuelas more. out there. <laughs> I would love for you to come to my house and put my kids in shape. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um,
1: but I would love a Mary Poppins. No, no, no. To come. That's not even it. For me, that's not even it. Like I, I'm, i happy to throw down with my children. Could you just like pick the crap up off no, the floor while no, I'm doing that? I, I'm and big, I don't mean that degrading. No, I mean like, could you do my laundry? Could you do all the menial things be that my heart feels like as a homemaker? This is my responsibility. I'm supposed to wipe off the countertops. I'm supposed to keep the hair and the toothpaste out of the bathroom sink. The the dirty toilet. Like, this is my, this is what I signed up for. Yeah, This is it.
0: And it's also and my joy.
1: It really is. It is. Um, last week, I don't know what happened. Thank you, Jesus. Like, the window, the clouds of heaven opened. And I had, like, six hours to just solely be homemaker and so if you do or don't listen to the show a lot like shay and i are working mothers in our home and i know that's like bizarre it's 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 easy to understand and hard to understand at the same time like we homemake, but we actually have responsibilities and those responsibilities tear they do They, quite frankly, tear us away from the homemaking that we want to do. Mm -hmm. Just like any mom, any woman who works outside of the home, but her heart is home. Our our heart is the same. Um, I had just like six hours that just opened up. And I was just able to just make cheese and wipe off counters and fuss with laundry and Broom little dust bunnies out of the corner and just do all the fussy little things that I would do nonstop, full stop, if I didn't earn income. Right. And dang it. I know. It was amazing. Yeah. And I I'm I'm not saying that it would be amazing that like if you if that's solely that you do, that you should be in a place of constant amazement, because that's just what you do. I'm obviously there's a daily grind no matter how much of that or how little of that you, you you do, but
0: yeah. uh, Well, it just, it dawned on me. Like you need help. You need help. And I don't know exactly what that looks like. Like he, he said for
1: years, like this life that like I want, or, you know, people like you and I want, he's like, no, that's a communal life. That's where there's, Three farms. That's what I mean. Together, there's a grandma or, living on the property. Yeah, who exactly? You. It's an old world life. It's an like, old like, world life. No it's it. an old I world just, life. And I, just I scooch back from my mic. It's an old world. It life. is, and
0: I want yeah. that. You know, we we dream of building mm-hmm. a shepherd's cottage here on the farm where people can come and stay, mm-hmm. or my parents can retire when they're older, or like you know Jeremy can be here and be a farmhand, and you know I'm fighting for that. I, I want help. I want to bring somebody into my fold. I want a Lizzie like Brianna has in Outlander. But like, you don't have to be my mm-hmm. property. <laughs> That's not what I want. But just be here. What? <laughs> right. To iron my, my clothes. Up. What else? To run mm-hmm. to the store when I need an ingredient for a recipe that I'm creating for the cooking community or to read to Julia and Will while I'm helping Owen and Georgia with their math. I mean, I can home make, but to home make and to work and to farm, people are always like, how do you do it? I don't. Everything always gives. No, I don't. I don't. I can be a yeah. homemaker or I can be a homeschooler or I can be a farmer or I can be a business owner. I have to choose. I have to choose. Uh,
1: Yeah. You know, on YouTube, I just started this like YouTube membership thing so we can show people have been asking me to do it. And I always have done outtakes like on the back of my videos just to show people like like I know maybe like you think I'm a snob, but I'm actually not like this is what it yeah, this is what happens yeah. like to make a video, yeah. but like we're going like full stop with these videos, so, um, it's been actually really fun, like to put together like all the clips of the behind the scenes, like no, this is like real life, real life. like I'm showing you something artistic and beautiful, like a m- photograph in motion, and then this is like what's going on behind That's me, it. like this is the real life you. Yep, The laundry's not getting done or there's a big basket of overflowing piano books in the corner of a living room that you think is beautiful and nobody can find their piano music come
0: Friday when the piano teacher's live on FaceTime. We just, just did a, a Zoom show. piano lesson today. <laughs> and Leah was like, oh, and where's this song? And I'm like scrambling through the basket oh. trying to find it. I'm like, it was a disaster. And I was like, Shay, you are a grown-ass woman. You organize that piano music. Like, Oh, and me, I'm like you're a grown ass <laughs> child. You do it yourself. I'm not doing well, this. This was my little one. Been here making cheese. <laughs> this was like, my little one. But I was just like, or okay, well, <laughs> yeah, okay. There's so much here. We're we're like way over. That's
1: okay. Well, they waited till seven o'clock at night to get this episode. Anyway, so sorry,
0: so. so sorry, listeners. But are we really? Over? Yeah, we are. But my point was, I need help, and maybe you need help too, and maybe me admitting help that I need help is. Helpful to you, but it was either you have to let go of something, which we've let go of a lot in the years. We are pared down and we are rocking it, and I love where we are at. Um, but this is a communal life, and mm-hmm. that's a good thing. And I think the next step for us is kind of figuring out what that looks like. I don't know. Okay. So if you live, in central Washington. Oh my gosh, stop <laughs> it. Please, <laughs> please come to my house. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, ladies, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. This was really, really nice. I should probably go feed my children dinner, though.
1: I'm going to gear up for tomorrow because tomorrow is pig butchering. Day. Oh, girl. So I probably should go sharpen my knives and. And you're doing too? Uh well we it just depends I mean like we're like yeah I don't know how fast we're okay gonna be. well we're gonna get the hair removed off of one and if there's enough daylight then we'll do the second and then we'll hang them for a few days and then and then the re- after they're hung that's the easy part that's the fun part it's just the everything before there was a time
0: a couple yeah. of years ago where we did three pigs in one day and ever since then. <sighs> My shoulder, like my neck and my shoulder have been jacked. No, I was going
1: to I was just going to say, like, you you can't really physically recover from that. I did. Like, I haven't. Talk about a. Commun- no, I haven't. Talk about a communal activity. Yeah. Pig butchering is not like we're going to try it again tomorrow as a family, but it is not an activity designed for one family. It is a communal activity. And it's not. So this is just, you know, like once again, yeah. going against the grain. I know. Because, I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's so we
0: will say our super Jamie tough. I and, love that. Uh, well, good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah. Tomorrow we're spending the day cutting and wrapping those four beautiful lamps hanging in my barnyard right now. So. We haven't even talked about okay, cheese. So, oh my um, gosh. I feel like we have so much to
1: talk about. Shay, I don't want to go. We need do a whole episode <laughs> Okay. About we'll talk cheese. about cheese next week. I am, oh right I, I am hot for cheese. I am hot for cheese. Shay and I have some mathematical equations to share with you. Yeah, it does not some make discrepancies. sense. It does not make sense. Okay. Um I ordered like so last year we didn't do Christmas gifts, and this year I did like preemptive Christmas gifts. I ordered like a bunch of games. So my family is downstairs. We have the 2020 edition of Trivial Pursuit with grown-up questions mm-hmm. and children questions and if you guys don't know me I think you've probably picked up on the show like I'm a trivia geek so uh, that's fun there's a hot fire that's fun and trivia pursuit downstairs waiting for oh, me
0: good okay we'll go enjoy it ladies thanks for Thank joining us did. check us out on Instagram at homemaker chic podcast tomorrow is ultra feminine Friday so make sure you check in with us on that hashtag what I'm sipping I, I'm going shaking my her little schmock um It's not a schmuck. It is a full-length dressing gown. I would call that a schmuck. But what do I know? (laughs) Schmuck.
1: Schmuck. There's schmuck. And that's something we don't want to talk about on this show. And then there is smock. And this taffeta dressing gown is neither of those things. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Okay. You tell yourself that. Okay. Show some love to our sponsors: DryFarmWines.com forward slash Homemaker Chic, AmericanBlossomLinens.com coupon code Homemaker Chic twenty, and of course JovialFoods.com. And we will see you Monday. Cheers. Cheers.